0: Let's go. It may be the weekend, but there are no days off for the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to The Saturday Show. Can't wait, can't, 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 can't wait. It's all weekend, baby. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. off a pick, gets some airspace, fires the three and hits. Nice close, swing to Ingles, back to Bogey, has some airspace, drives the lane to the rim and dumps it. Five wide as Donovan walks into an open three off a pick in the zone and hit it. Major breakdown by the Clippers right there, and Donovan hits the Jazz 16-3 in the half. Donovan pounding the right hand dribble goes through his legs.
1: To drive on Welcome into the Saturday show here on the Zone Sports Network. I'm Jay Catch. A big thank you for joining us, Mike Conley. Locker room cleanout starting right up, so let's get to it. Mike Conley joining the media right now as the Jazz clean out their lockers. Here you go.
2: Uh, thanks for thanks for being here. I'm sure um, you're all exhausted, and I, it's kind of a strange question to lead off with, but uh, I'm already going to ask you to look ahead. Um, you know the Olympics are only a month away now, and you are in the pool to be on the team. Um, but given how long it took to rehab your hamstring in the regular season, and just how long they take in general, is that something you're still that's still on your radar, or still something that you'd like to see happen?
3: Yeah, most definitely. You know, if um, you know, if I'm able to. Get my name called or you know, called up at one point to, to be a part of that team, I'll definitely be be ready to accept. And um, you know, that means you know, continue to, to do rehab that I've been doing every day and um and, and continue training. You know, probably take a few days to to let the body heal and and rest and let the time heal it, but uh, ultimately try to get ready for uh if if no one that does happen.
2: Great, thanks.
4: Next up, Eric Walden, Salt so, Lake
2: Tribune. Mike, also probably an unfair question, just given, you know, where we're at this this close to last night. But obviously your contract is up and you're an unrestricted free agent. So just wondering, you know, if you've considered maybe what your appetite is for returning to this Jazz team uh, next season and beyond.
3: Yeah, well, obviously, um, you know how I feel about our team. Uh, and the city and the fans has been just a wonderful two years. Uh, definitely a, a up and down two years, but uh wonderful regardless of, of, of how it ended uh you know last night. And um, you know, free agency is is free agency man. as you know. Um business this is the business we live in. And, and it's something that you know I have to sit back and consider with my family and uh um, and that time comes, make like, the decision that's best for us uh, and myself. And like I said, obviously, you know, I've had a, a, a great time here and great, great experiences with coaches and Coach Quinn and, and the players and Don and Rudy and everybody. So, um, you know, we'll just have to see what happens. Obviously, I like, can't speak, speak, and you know, look into the future and what exactly will happen. Um, it's actually like my first time being a real free agent. Uh, So it'll be interesting, but, you know, I did, I did love it here and uh, we'll see what happens.
4: Sarah Todd, Deseret News. Mike, I'm wondering, did you have any sort of conversations with Donovan or with any of the guys after the game last night and maybe what you guys talked about or what was kind of fresh on your mind afterwards?
3: Well, you know, it's, you know, it's a bunch of, you know, hindsight, like Manly, maybe we should have tried this or did that. Or, um, you know, if we weren't both on, you know, one leg and I hadn't, you know, just ran for the first time yesterday in and, and two weeks, we things might have been different. You know, just, just so many thoughts of, you know, what else and, um, and how special this year was and, and still could have been. Um but, you know, the, the nature of the game is how it is and, um, and just being there for each other in a time like that where, you know, it's probably the toughest day for a lot of us as professional athletes and, um, you know, just, just being able to sort have each other's back and continue to, you know, uh, talk our way through, you know, what what last night was for us.
4: Andy Larson, Salt Lake Tribune.
1: Mike, what do you feel like this team needs in order to get to that next level?
3: Well, it's, it's tough to say with this year, you know, just health would have been good, you know, just, just giving us that opportunity. You know, we, we, we probably had a, a real shot. Um, but, you know, as, a, as, as teams get better, you know, teams will get better across the league. Um, as you saw with the Clippers, the Phoenix team switched a lot. You know, there's a lot of lean. Um, a lot of people making multiple, you know, playing multiple positions. And, uh, I think teams can always use players that can play multiple positions and um, both ends of the floor. Obviously, our offense and shooting is amazing, uh, but you know, never a never, you know, team can never be too deep uh, in this case, especially with um, different styles that we'll have to play in the playoffs. Um, and, and we were forced to kind of have to play a little bit differently. I, mean, I guess the Clippers uh, this time out. So, um, yeah, tough to say, but you know, a lot of different areas.
4: David James, KTV.
5: Mike, the Jazz have been eliminated multiple times now by teams that play switching defenses. What is the secret to beating that in your perception, your mind? Um,
3: I mean, we have to be able to take advantage um, of switching teams, you know, whether it be via with size or uh, whether you match up, you know, up down the line uh, with similar, similar players, you just have to kind of like, you know, find ways to, to take advantage of it. And I thought, you know, we did a decent job when, early on in the series Um you know, as it got on, it started to catch up to us a little bit when shots didn't fall or, or you know, certain certain aspects of the game weren't going away way. But, um, you know, it, it forces you to have to be, you know, more precise, uh, more more um, disciplined and trying to get in the paint with the ball. And you have to continue to have people try to make plays for each other because you're just not going to get it through, you know, normal pick and rolls and um, pin downs like we are so accustomed to, to doing and using
4: throughout the season. Ben Anderson,
0: KSLSports.com.
1: Mike, now that you are at this point in your career and you're 33 and you said you're hitting free agency, how has kind of where you are off the floor changed your perspective on what you'd like to accomplish now that you have an all-star game in your back pocket and and some of the things you'd like to do before your career is over?
3: Well, yeah, you know, obviously, um, number one is, I mean, I want to win a championship, you know, that's number one, and, uh, and we'll always be number one. And as you get older, just t- even speaking with Joe the other day, it's just like we don't, we don't know how long we have left to play and how long our bodies hold up or anything. There's so many unknowns. Um, we start to get older and um, try to take advantage of these years as, as best as we can. And, you know, for me, like I said, it's just it's, it comes down to that and, and, and my family and, you know, how happy they are, and you know, just so my kids happy, and, and those are important things to me. And, and uh, everything else, like you said, all star stuff is fantastic and, and great. And I, you know, got to experience that. And uh, now you know, now that's behind me, uh, I still would like to make more all star teams, but uh, I at least got to experience it and and uh and check that off the list and hopefully check off many more boxes. Tony
6: Jones, the athletic.
4: Mike, when you have a an, an outcome that's so disappointing, um, as, as you guys did, you know how long does it take for you guys to 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 kind of kick the feeling that you have right now, and, and and what are some of the things that you got you can do, um, you know, just heading into next year to, to just kind of regroup and 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 kind of get back
3: mentally. Yeah, it, it's gonna stink for a while. Um, Similar to last year, uh, losing the way we did in the bubble. Uh, Those feelings don't go away immediately. It could take a week, take two weeks. Um, Myself, like it's hard to, like, it would be hard to watch basketball for a while, just kind of get away from it and um, just kind of recalibrate, you know, less time on your phone, spend more time with family and um, because, you know, there's just... With a, a loss like that, a lot of negativity comes from it and uh, just trying to stay away from it as much as possible and, 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 you know, get your mind back to doing the small things during the, you know, daily routines and, and trying to get a new routine because just like that, you know, you go from being busy all day to being done and, uh, you know, not really knowing what you're doing, so um, just trying to stay busy, keep your mind off of it and, Eventually
4: it'll you know I'll never leave you, but it'll it'll be easier. Dana Green, ABC four. Hey Mike, um obviously injury is a big part of the playoffs for a lot of teams. You obviously were caught up in that. How much do you think condensed season? Um, 72 games in such a short amount of time had to do with that, with uh, some teams breaking down during the stretch. I mean, pretty admirable that you came back. And then how how what percentage were you at last night, you think?
3: Yeah, um, you know, I I could say that the shortened season definitely was gonna bring on a little bit more injuries. Um I think coupled with just, you know, the bubble and then going right into it, right into another year, you kinda of, we kind of chopped our seasons up. And if you're used to being on a kind of annual, you know, routine with the NBA, it, it throws it off. You know, you basically had three training camps last year and you know it felt like three training camps and and you know, then you got a bunch of games in a small in a small amount of time and it's a faster league, it's a physical league, it's you know, so it just it bodes for, for, you know, a little bit more risk and, you know, I'm not saying that that's why people were falling, but um it could be and uh, you know, unfortunately that's just part of the game and, and sure that there's something that'll happen throughout every season but um, yeah, last night, as far as my health, I mean, I was, as I said yesterday, as my first day, I actually was able to run, uh, so I hadn't even ran or done anything uh, like that in a while, uh, as a grand jury. Um, so I mean, I hate to put percentages, but uh, I don't know, something I wasn't a hundred. I mean, like 50, 60, just um, the medicine. It helped a little bit, but it was, you know, very, it was tough to, tough to move um, and uh, a little frustrating because, you know, I need to move fast and quick and it's part of my game. So, um, but I feel like I let a lot of people down on that because that's, you know, the best concern and uh, that's what frustrates me most is, you know, just do not want to let the team down and, and, and uh, you know, didn't get the outcome wanted. Now, uh, Campbell,
4: UtahJazz.com. Hey, Mike, um, I know you haven't had, you know, much time to really reflect, uh, but, you know, you brought up All-Star, and I just want to know what was one of your favorite memories from the season?
3: Oh, man, there's so many memories. Um, You know, I think really going on, on that streak of games, we might have won like 20 out of 21, or whatever it was, 21 out of 22, whatever. You know, that, that little streak of, of games was the most fun basketball I think we've all had um, in our careers. Just being able to, to see each other shine and, um, you know, being able to see Rudy get Defensive Player of the Year, you know, Don being an all star, Rudy being an all star, JC be six man, Coach B a nominee for Coach of the Year. I and mean, like, we just had so many positives, um, so many great moments to look back at, um, and uh, you know, it, was just, it was just overall just amazing year
1: for, for all of us.
4: Okay, we have time for one more. Ryan Miller,
1: KSL. Hey, Mike. I'm um, just after playing with him for two years. I'm wondering what what is Donovan's ceiling to you right now?
3: Yeah, you know, I, I really, I, I really don't know. You know because. He's gotten so much better in two years. Like, I don't know if, if he's going to start scoring 60 points a game and, you know, like, is that the next step for him or whatever it is. Like, he can just do so many things. And as you saw last night, you know, even playing injured, he was phenomenal. And, you know, it's a testament to how he works. I know how he works and how much he loves the game. So I have no doubt that he's, you know, he's capable of being, you know, top 10. The top 15 player in this league going forward uh, with his ability so um hopeful that he does achieve that and uh he continues working on the league he's, he's going to do it okay that's it thank you mike appreciate your time
1: there you go mike conley utah jazz point guard and it's kind of funny to think about is the fact that he's going to be an unrestricted free agent for the first time in his NBA career upcoming, and you heard him talk about the fact like he'll consider all offers, and I completely understand that, but uh, welcome into the Saturday show. I guess I should say officially here. Alex, what's up, my friend? Well, you know,
5: <laughs> the news of the day, obviously, the Jazz lost last night. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I think everybody's feeling it.
1: Oh, Absolutely. The season comes to an end just like that. And it's, it's, it's incredible how you get into a flow, you get rolling with a season like this, and then just it's like hard stop, it's over, call it a day. And that's tough. You heard it in Mike's voice. like He said it's going to be tough for him for a little while here to even watch basketball probably.
5: Yeah, and Donovan said something similar last night that it's going to be tough. You know, they're, they're really feeling it. I, I think they're feeling it more so than any jazz fan. Um, but you know, Mike had some really interesting things that he said just then. Um, I mean, one of the ones that stuck out to me was that he said he, you know, he said he didn't like to put percentages on it, but because that was the first time he'd really been able to run, you know, the conditioning and things like that. He said he was probably only 50 to
1: 60% last night. He he wanted to get out there. He wanted to give the Jazz everything he had. He was a, and I'm not going to lie, he was a whipping boy for a lot of people online earlier on in this series. And also last night, I think he told the media that they, he was told last Friday, you're not playing in this upcoming series. Crazy. But uh, you know what? He gave it everything he had last night. And yeah, 50 to 60%. Sure, there's some question of, okay, maybe you re-injure yourself, all that stuff. But I got to give a tip of the cap to the captain him. He wanted to get out there and give it a go.
5: Yeah, it's, it's impressive to see that kind of, I mean, it, it's a testament to the kind of competitor that he is to know that, you know, okay, I'm only about maybe half of what I normally am, but I, I need to get out there to try to help my team.
1: Sure, and I think we all saw it last night, the fact that both Mike and Donovan Mitchell were both limited. Donovan Mitchell, you could tell that ankle is going to need some serious R and R before he is able to get back out there. But you know what? You got to tip your cap. Donovan Mitchell had thirty nine nine and nine on a essentially one leg. It felt like that truly impressive. So
5: yeah, it really is. I mean, that's 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 superstar right there to be able to put up those kinds of numbers when you're limited that much.
1: Yeah, absolutely insane. So we'll continue to bring you the, these interviews live as they go on throughout the afternoon. We are gonna be on air from noon until 2 p.m. as usual here on the Saturday show. I'm Jake. That is Alex. You go by Yock and Lundy here on the Saturday show. And a big thank you to all of you for joining us. Mike Conley showed up right when we we kicked off the show, so we went right to him. We'll continue to bring you different players as they come along. It's Locker Cleanout Day, and it's always one of those days. that's a little, it's a little bittersweet. Uh, it's just so bittersweet to to see what happens with this. Because you can tell these players, if they had their way, they'd still be playing hoop. These guys have dedicated their life to their craft, and that is playing basketball. And similar to what I just said, when it just comes to an immediate stop, you lose that game and the season is over, you, you can only imagine what these guys, they've been so used to having things go and, uh, man, it, it, it's tough, but obviously uh, we'll keep you updated. Looks like Joe Ingles is actually sitting down right now with the media, so we'll go to him momentarily. Alex will make sure to let me know as soon as he is ready to roll. All right, let's go to it. Joe Ingles speaking to the media at Locker Cleanout. Here Joe,
4: um, how do you – I mean, you know, I don't want to ask like a stupid question, but how do you guys pick up the pieces after such a, a disappointing um, end to the season?
7: Um, I mean, the bad news is we'll have plenty of time to do that again, um, which is obviously frustrating. Um, yeah, I mean, it's hard to kind of digest that quickly. I guess we got home at four o'clock this morning and, um, so it's, yeah, I mean, it's obviously during the series, I think we played well at times, obviously some times that we, we didn't play well, um. I guess at the end of the day and <clears throat> the ultimate question or answer like you, if you're not the last team standing, you've got to find things to improve and get better. So, um, we've got to figure out ways that we can get better. Um, however that is, that's, um, not my job. unfortunately. well, probably fortunately actually. Um, so yeah, like if you, if you're not that last team and you, you're not holding the trophy, there's, there's always something you can do. So we we got to figure those things out. Um, the guys that are here, um, signed or, or whatever, um, we can be a part of it. And then whatever the, the changes or, or additions or whatever are. So, um, yeah, see what happens. But, um, yeah, I don't really have a great answer for you right now, to be honest.
3: Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune.
2: Joe, can you kind of just take us through like what your emotions were last night as, as, you know, the game was unfolding and the lead was kind of slipping away and, and the Clippers were making their comeback, just kind of what was in your mindset in those final few moments of the game?
7: Um, I mean, that last kind of minute or however many, however much time when you kind of know um, it's kind of over. Um, I mean, a lot of different things, um, obviously frustration, probably one of the main ones when you, like I said, we uh, I think we played really well in some of the games and some of the quarters or whatever for this series. Um, we obviously, like I said, played played bad or, or not up to our standard as well. So um, yeah, a lot of frustration. Obviously, um, like me personally, like when you're not out there too, like you want to you want to be out there. You want to help. Um, you want to know what you can do um, to help more. Um, obviously, every individual is probably thinking that. Um, because at the end of the day, we we want to win. We want to be the last team standing. And um, we all, like I said before, we've all got to figure out ways that we can get better so that we can be that team. Um, yeah, just a lot of, I mean, there's a, a few proud moments too, like when you kind of do take a second to think about it, but it's hard to even think about those things when um, obviously we thought and believed we had a team that, that could could match it with anyone and, and beat anyone. Um, and we didn't fulfill the goals that, that we had. So um, when you have goals like that, almost, if, like I said, if you're not holding the trophy at the end, it's, a, it's almost a, a bit of a failure. So um, we'll uh, I have no doubt we'll, we'll kind of regroup, get back together and, and figure those things out and, um, yeah, see what's next. But that's a, it's a long way away.
4: Sarah Todd, right News. Joe, when you've got a guy like Mike who was so integral to your guys' success this season and, you know, he's entering free agency, do you pitch to him to stay or do, are you a part of that at all? I mean, not, maybe not in an official capacity, but <laughs> do you, like, try to get him to stay?
7: I mean, I'll do everything in my power to, to make that happen. Um, obviously, everyone individually has their own decisions, um, families, friends, agents, like whatever that is um that go into that kind of core group decision of, of where you want to play where you're happy family's happy like there's a lot that goes into it um the basketball side of things I think obviously this year and um from his first year to second year I think it was like this year was the like we we all know and, and saw for 13 years before that I think obviously the frustration last year of the injuries and the this The change of system, like I said, of, of being somewhere for 12, 13 years. Um, yeah, I mean, I was talking to him last night already a little bit about it, hoping that uh, I could get some answer out of him. Um, but again, even that, I mean, it's so, so far. I don't actually even know when it starts, all that stuff, but it's, I think it's so far away. Um, yeah, again, like I said, I'll I'll do everything in my power, whether I have to FaceTime him or fly to. His uh mansion in Ohio, and have lunch with him or something. Whatever it is, I will try. I mean, I think everyone, everyone saw the impact that he had within our group, oh, on and off the court, within the, even when he was injured, the, the the conversations and the the talks and and all that. So, um, yeah, I hope he comes back. Our kids are in the same uh, class as well, so my daughter would be upset if Miles isn't in her class. Next up, Ben
4: Anderson, KSLSports.com.
1: Joe, you know, does it, every last game of the season, do they feel the same, you know, when it feels like it's it's winding down and it's getting away from you? Does it, does it feel like they all end the same or does it all feel different? Um,
7: I honestly feel like this year felt probably, for me, felt the worst out of any of them for like the finishing finishing of the season kind of thing. Um, like I said, I think after last year, I think we, we learned a lot from that Denver series and and just the the year in general, I guess, but but that Denver series and and what you don't want to do, and you don't want to be home and you don't want to all those things and um, obviously to to play the way we did for seventy two whatever games and then um, kind of battle through that Memphis series with with a, obviously a really good young team, um, we we just felt like. Not necessarily like this this was the year, quote unquote, but we just felt like we had a team, like I said, that we could we could beat anyone on on any night. And and when we when we played our way and, and were locked in and like oh you can go down a list of like the, the good things or bad things. When we were doing the things that we knew worked for us, we were a really good team. Um, and there was obviously times that that we didn't play that way. Um, and it's frustrating because you know you know, the flip side, what you got, what we can do when we, we are playing the, the way that we wanted to play, um, like we did for, for a lot of this year. So, um, yeah, this one for me, like in my seven years, it's probably hurt the most. Um, even kind of getting up this morning and um, talk, just talking to Renee a little bit about it, just like you, it's almost still a little bit shocking that it's over, to be honest. Like, uh, it's still not a Almost a realistic thing. Um, I feel like we'll be, we should be at the practice getting ready for a game tomorrow. So, um, yeah, this one, this one's definitely hurt the most. Um, you kind of feel it the most. But um, yeah, we, we've, like I said, we've got to figure out ways to get better, and um, hopefully, we we do that this off season and, and come back next year and 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 give it another crack. Dana Green,
4: ABC Four. Joe, you say, obviously, you don't make the decisions, but in your opinion, what 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 is this team lacking? What does this team need to raise that trophy?
7: no oh, you got me on three hours sleep and um, however many... Um, oh, I don't, I don't even know right now. I mean, there's... Obviously, we've got a good core of guys that have, have kind of been here or, or come back with, with Fave and stuff and JC re-signing. Um, like, I, I mean, I don't... <laughs> When I say, obviously we weren't the last team standing, like, I don't think there's massive, like, I don't think we need to blow the whole roster up and, and start from scratch, but um, I don't, yeah, finding a, a, a couple key pieces. Um, I mean, you could look at any position, I guess, really. It's not like a, um, there's one guy or something that you're trying to, and, and, and a part of that too is free agency. Like mike and and george and i'm not sure who else is um, actually free or, or whatever um, restricted whatever the rules are but um i think just just kind of circling the the board and figuring out what what player or, or whoever it is could can make us better um, or could help us or um, take us another step which is obviously again the the ultimate goal is to to be the last team standing so if there's there's someone out there that can do that um obviously you've got to leave every every stone unturned and, and try and figure figure all that out but um i mean 12 hours after the game i don't have a great a great answer for specifics but um like i said yeah when you there's always something you can do um i mean the the lakers won it last year and changed a lot of their roster like there's always something you can do so um yeah they'll uh the guys that get the big bucks will figure that out.
4: Naira Campbell, uscom Hey, Joe. Um, I know you're on three hours of sleep, but um, if you could tell me what are you most proud of uh, from the season, both individually and then as a team?
0: Um,
7: I mean, the team stuff, obviously the, the way I think we, we kind of had the focus all year, but like I said from that. Sitting in that locker room in the bubble after the Denver series, um, you could just look around and tell that the guys didn't want that feeling again. Obviously, it's pretty silly me saying that because we we literally had it not long ago. But just the motivation and the focus throughout the regular season to put ourselves in, in a position to, one, have the best record, which is like a, a small achievement in itself. Um, obviously, once you get to the playoffs, it doesn't mean a whole lot except um, home court throughout the playoffs. Um, so, yeah, just, just – there, there was a lot of – I mean, we went we went through some stuff, obviously, too. There's, there was a few injuries and, and obviously at the end of the year and, and guys stepping up um, to, to play different roles at different times. So, um, I mean, I, I love our group. I love the guys on our team um, in terms of a, a group of guys. Um, It'll never come close to my Aussie teammates, but it's it's right up there with with those guys. Like it's it's such a fun group to be around. Um, JC winning six man, Rudy winning his award, um, all those all those things um, they're amazing. Mike being a first time All Star, like things like that. I'll, I'll always remember and glad that I was a part of of that little kind of story for them um, individually. Um, I don't even know really. Um, I mean, I I like the fact that I can look after myself enough to to be out there as often as I can for the team. I'm always, it's always something that I've taken pride in um, to to be available for for my team, whether that be playing or not playing much or whatever the rotation is, um, starting if I have to, coming off the bench. So, um, yeah, just I guess that, that. just continuously trying to kind of get better trying to help in, in any way possible. Um, again, I'll, I'll, go back in the off season. Um, obviously I've got Australian commitments starting here in a few hours, um, but yeah, go back and, and watch some tape and figure it out and, and see what I can do to, to be better next year and help. And, um, if it's a, a different role, whatever it is, just just keep trying to be as, as good as I can for, for our team to win as
4: many games as possible. Tim Reynolds, AP. Thank you. Um, Joe, you just mentioned it, that your Australian commitment starts in a few hours, slightly tongue-in-cheek, but not really, I guess. No, I just got a um, text from
7: the assistant coach just then, actually.
4: So. <laughs> that's not good. How? Um, for guys like you, for guys like Rudy, for Donovan, if he chooses to play, I know you'd rather be playing a game seven tomorrow, obviously. It goes without saying. But the fact that you do have something to look forward to pretty quickly here, does soften the blow isn't really the right word, but how much does that help as you try to move on to the next thing that you do have a chance to do something pretty special in Paris here in a few weeks? Yeah.
6: Uh, uh, I mean, in Tokyo, I'm sorry.
7: Tokyo, I was going to say, I hope they haven't changed it because I booked my accommodation in uh, Tokyo. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it like you said, like I, I I mean, I'll remember this and be thinking about this for probably even during camp. But um, to be able to, I think we start here on the, the 24th or something, um, which I was hoping to not be a part of. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like, I'm going to, it's hard to almost think about the boomer stuff right now. Like I obviously just got home last night early in, trying to spend the day with the kids until you guys uh, ruined 15 minutes of my day. Um, but yeah, I just wanna kind of take a step back and enjoy these few days with the kids. And um, I mean, I'm home for like six days in the next seven weeks or something like that, um, including this part. And then a few days after this first camp and then I'm, I'm off to Vegas and Tokyo for, for what how, four or five weeks. So trying to enjoy this few days here with with my family but even when we get into camp obviously still going to be in contact with with the jazz guys and and coach and stuff like that and bailey who's who's my coach and um things are going to come up things are going to be remembered and, and we're going to talk about like things are still going to be talked about up until we get back together whether we see each other much or not um once i get there on the 24th um i think it'll change a little bit because i will be so focused on the the goal of of trying to win a gold medal um for australia which we've we've never done or trying to win a medal full stop which we've never done um and that's something that's been a goal of mine since i made beijing olympics in 2008 um and we we haven't been able to do it in in a world cup or olympics and something that, that our older core of, of Paddy and Baines and Deli and um, that group that's been together for a little while, it's, something that it's been a goal of ours since, since we started. Um, so I'll, I'll, I will start to focus on that. I think that'll help not having to think about the chat stuff a lot because I will be busy with, with, with the Boomers. But, um, yeah, I mean, it will, it'll always come up. Um, I mean, my teammates when I get to LA for, for camp uh, we're going to bring it up we're going to talk about basketball it's what we do it's what we all do so um yeah it'll it'll suck bringing it up but um I'll use that and and the boomers never meddling um as motivation to, to hopefully come home with a medal after Tokyo
4: okay last question David James KUTV
5: Joe in past years you've worked on different aspects of your game going right changing that release point on your shot what, what is the goal for this offseason
7: um win a gold medal in Tokyo first um I mean that's I guess that's it. I mean it's a part of it a little bit because I'm not going to have a lot of individual time this year um really until we get back um post Tokyo um, which won't be long um I don't know exactly what the the dates are but I'm pretty sure we'll be into training camp pretty soon after that um but again yeah I mean I'll I'll Sit with coach. I'll probably speak to coach. Um, I'll, I'll probably try and sit down with him before I take off here um, for, for the Boomers stuff. But um, yeah, put a plan together. We, we've got assistant coaches in in the Boomers that'll that'll help me work on stuff, and and it'll. I mean, it'll really begin in four or five days here, which I'm I'm excited about. Um, like I said, I'm going to enjoy this first few days to to enjoy my my family and and, and the kids and Renee, and then. Um, yeah sit down with coach at some point um before i leave or or on the phone and again i'll speak to to bailey um throughout this whole thing and, and just keep finding things that i can get better at um things that i can get more efficient at um whatever it may be um i don't have an exact pinpoint of like what that will be but there's obviously always something um and myself personally i kind of take pride in in that, trying to find something that I, I haven't been good at and, and try and be better at it. Um, so no doubt in my mind that I'll, I'll come back better. Um, it's what I've done every year since I've been over here. Um, so I'm confident that if, if I can come back and be better and, and again, help the team in, in whatever that may be. Um, yeah, to have a specific answer, I don't really have that, but, but then obviously no doubt there's some stuff and I'll, I'll figure that out. And, um, come Back better next year and hopefully with a medal around my neck.
4: All right, that's it. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate you taking the time.
1: There you go. Joe Wingle speaking to the media. Alex, uh, give me some quick thoughts on that. I, I thought that it was interesting to hear Joe talk about the fact he's like, I'm around three hours of sleep. It's kind of hard to look back on this, it's a little disappointing. But he also says that the Olympics are something that'll help him, I think, move on uh, hopefully a little quicker.
5: Yeah, I, you know. I think it is good for him to have something to to focus on to help him move past that. Sure. Um, I mean, that's something that, you know, Mike Conley had mentioned in his availability before and Donovan mentioned last night that they were just, you know, they would be that it just hurt and that it was going to, you know, hurt to watch those things moving forward. And so, yeah, I think it's good that he has something that he can that he can use to get off of that.
1: No, Yeah, no, not about that. I think Royce O'Neal is stepping up right now. We'll hit a break here. We'll come back on the other side. We'll let you hear from Royce O'Neal. You're listening to the Saturday show right here on 97.5 FM, 1280 AM and the Zone Sports Network.
0: It's the weekend. Let's go. It may be the weekend. But there are no days off for the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to The Saturday Show. Can't wait. Can't wait. It's all a weekend, baby. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network.
1: Back to the Saturday show here on the Zone Sports Network. Yawk and Lundy along for the ride. A lot of jazz audio on today's show, just as a heads up. Going to be uh, hearing from guys like Boyan Bogdanovich. He'll be coming up here shortly, apparently, what I'm seeing on social media. But let's get quickly here. It was actually very short compared to what Mike Conley and Joe Ingles had to say. Royce O'Neill uh, jo- uh, joined the media and only took a few questions, but here you go.
4: Royce, i um... You know, knowing that you guys, the the goal for this roster is to to win a championship. What do you guys have to to do in the off season to 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 get the roster uh, in the shape that that that's needed to to kind of take that next step um, beyond the second round and, and towards winning a championship?
6: Uh, I mean, you know, our core you know going to come back. Uh, you know, I feel like this year we have a lot to you know, look back on and, you know, be proud of what we accomplished. And then, you know, going into the offseason, you know, just the same principles and add to the team, you know. And I think one of our downfalls, you know, at times is defense, you know. But, you know, it's a team effort. So, like, I think, you know, having another guy, you know, to help us all out, you know, besides myself, Joe, Mike, Don, you know, Rudy. Uh, you know, probably another wing guy or something, but you know, I think you know, uh, the group of guys we got, um, we know we came from, uh, you know, we wasn't number one all year for no reason, you know, offense and defense, so you know, I think we, you know, run a great start, Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune,
2: hey Royce. So, um, two quick questions, I guess, uh. One, what was kind of going through your mind in, in the final moments of the game last night? What were you kind of focused on? And and two, um, what's kind of your your plan for the next coming weeks and, and months? What are you going to be working on?
6: I mean, I was focused on doing whatever I feel to come back. You know, we fell short. I mean, so, I mean, obviously didn't do enough. But, uh, you know, going forward, I think for myself, you know, keep getting better individually, you know, shooting, you know, get more comfortable and confident, you know, taking it up a notch on defense, being the best I
1: can be. There you go, Royce O'Neal. Very interesting to hear him say that. he wants to become more comfortable and just kind of be better on defense. And I, Royce, I love that he acknowledges exactly and knows what his role is on this team, is to be a 3 and D guy. That is it. Like, he, he's not a guy who's going to go out there and look for his own shot a lot. So, uh, I think he does a great job with that. And, yeah, so we'll get more sound coming up. Uh, Boyan Bogdanovich sitting down with the media. We'll get to that right after this break. So, you're listening to the Saturday show right here on the Zone Sports Network. <laughs>
0: Whether you're stuck at the mall, in the yard, or making a quick trip to the home improvement store, we've got your back. It's
2: gonna be me.
0: This is the Saturday Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Do you have the time to listen to me whine about nothing and everything all at once?
1: Welcome back to the Saturday show here on the Zone Sports Network. A big thank you to all of you for joining us here on a Saturday afternoon. Utah Jazz Locker Cleanout continues. Uh, Man, Lundy, I got to say, I feel empty inside today a little bit. Oh, yeah, 100%.
5: I mean, like, this is the season that I, I don't think that there's any other word that can describe it for me, at least, other than disappointment. I mean what we saw in the regular season set up expectations that I feel like a second round exit it th- that fell short of those expectations and I think that anybody that feels similarly is completely justified because from what we saw in the regular season with the Jazz taking the number 1 overall seed anything less than the Western Conference Finals is is not good enough
1: yeah no there's there's no doubt about that and that <laughs> They made it to the second round this year. But Donovan Mitchell last night I think he said it all. This one hurts worse than last year. And Donovan was adamant last year that we're done losing in the first round. Like it was something we talked about all year long that he he guaranteed that well, he didn't make any guarantee like that. He said this one just hurt worse. And I completely understand that. I think what Joe Engel said we want to be that team that's the last team standing. We want to hoist that trophy. We 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 thought that, uh, speaking in terms of as, if I were Joe, we thought that we were the team that was going to be able to beat anybody on any given night. And to have you come to a screeching halt in the second round, man, it, it's painful, man. And I can understand all these guys sitting there thinking, well, what went wrong? And they're probably going to replay it in their mind multiple times over, especially considering last night you held what was a 25-point lead at one point in the third quarter, and then you lose by 12. It, just an absolutely insane run. 80 points, if I, if I recall correctly, in 20 minutes, 22 minutes, for the Los Angeles Clippers, and they advanced to the Western Conference Finals. And by the way, Clippers making history. First time in franchise history, they have made the Western Conference Finals. Fifty seasons as a franchise, they have made it to the Western Conference Finals, but I don't think that's any solace for the Utah Jazz fan base at all, though. No, it's it's
5: not. You know, and look, there are plenty of reasons that the Jazz fell in the second round. You know, sure, the things like injuries, just the inability to to, to defend the wing. Like, I mean, it's just like. I get it it's understandable mm-hmm. like there are reasons behind it that make perfect sense but that doesn't make it hurt less or make it any less disappointing you know there's there is no moral victory here in my eyes
1: that's the thing this is professional sports there's no moral victories plain and simple it's win loss or go home like that's just that's just what it is uh pk i i love him for this and i think it makes people upset when he talks about it he says, Truly, the only thing it comes down to is you want to see at the end of the end of the game, end of the night, whatever it might be. You want to look up at that scoreboard and see your team have more points than the other team, and your team win. That's what it's all about here. And yes, this is a. There is no other word I think that fits that other than disappointment for this team. They were the number one seed in the NBA. They had earned that right to have home court advantage throughout the entirety. of— of the NBA playoffs, and they saw it fritter away at the hands of the Los Angeles Clippers. I- I'm with you, Lundy. The-, the wing defense, I think it left Rudy Gobert in a very bad spot. He was not moving well last night, especially after he went down with that hip injury. Uh, maybe an injury is probably stru- too strong of a term, but he took a, n- a pretty good shot to that hip, and he was not moving like he needed to, and obviously Terrence Mann made him pay for it. 39 points. And tip of the cap to Terrence Mann. The Jazz dared him to make shots, and what did he do? Answered the bell.
5: Yeah. You know, and Rudy said post-game last night about that fall that he couldn't really feel anything on the right side of his body. Like, you know, it, it really did slow him down. It inhibited his movement and his ability to defend. Yeah. And, again, that's, you know, that's a reason why they lost, but it doesn't mean that it's really excusable. I mean, he's the defensive player of the year. A lot of his detractors have often said that he gets played off the floor during the playoffs, and I think that they've been wrong until last night, Yeah, because that's that's absolutely what happened, and there were other factors. He didn't get help from his team the way that he probably should have. Um, You know, there weren't really the coaching adjustments that needed to be made to help kind of compensate for that, so he was kind of left out to dry, but he also didn't step up the way that he needed to, and so... I think that there's you know there's a lot that played into it and just at the end of the day it just wasn't good enough.
1: Yeah, dribble drive penetration absolutely killed the Jazz last night. They would get into the lane, kick it out and rotation you're scrambling at that point and credit to the Los Angeles Clippers late in that game well, the second half. They were hitting shot after shot. It felt like uh, I know somebody uh, joked, I think the audio got a little scrambled uh, from the game cuz you would hear Mike bring like got it and then you'd see it go in i think they they got the the picture and audio got off a little bit but honestly, you probably could have guessed it was going down because it felt like for a, for a nice run to that game that everything the Clippers hoisted up was going down. All right. Well, we will get, have more thoughts on this as the afternoon progresses, hour one in the books here. We'll come back on the other side. Bojan Bogdanovic spoke to the media, let you hear from him as we continue on with Utah Jazz Locker Cleanout, letting you guys hear from these players as they get ready for the summer ahead, the offseason, all that stuff. So we'll get to more of that on the Saturday show coming up next right here on the Zone Sports Network.